Hello, I'm Josephine Horder and I'm going to teach a lesson which I'm calling The Space Behind. I chose this lesson for the Feldenkrais Awareness Week because it made a very strong impression on me when I did it, standing out as one of the more unusual out-of-the-box lessons. It offers the opportunity to engage in a wide, deep, 360-degree relationship with our environment, relying heavily on imagery and visualisation. I hope that this lesson will offer you a fresh and different perspective on your place in your environment. You will start and finish the lesson in standing. Make sure that you have some space behind you and in between you will be lying on your back. Please come and stand in the centre of your space. Have your eyes open and look at the scene in front of you. Take in the details of what you see directly in front of you, keeping your eyes straight forward. Gradually widen your vision so that you take in the periphery of what you can see. Keeping your eyes straight ahead, take note of what you can see at the very edges of your vision, on the right and on the left. Then continue your vision backwards into the space behind you. This may be a question of remembering what you know about the space behind you, but otherwise it might be a question of imagining what's behind you. And don't limit yourself to just what's in this room, the room you're standing in, but take it further to the other side of the wall behind you and on beyond towards the horizon. visualising, imagining as much as you can of what is behind you. Then if it's safe for you to close your eyes, do so. Otherwise, keep, keep your eyes open. Choose a heel. And leading with that heel, take a small step backwards into that space behind you. Let that heel land lightly, like a cat's paw, feeling its way. And how are you breathing? Now, bring your second heel, your second foot, to stand beside your first foot. And then, leading with your second heel, Take a small step into the space behind you. And as you take one or two more steps in this manner, very small steps, leading with your heels, notice how you're breathing. And when you run out of space, take a few steps forward and come back to where you started. And as you step forward, notice how you're breathing. Is it different from the way you breathe when you're taking steps backwards? 
So one more time, take some very small steps into the space behind you, leading with these heels. Lightly, softly, feeling your way and noticing how your breathing is affected. And when you've done that and you've come to the end of the available space, then come forward and lie down on your back. So you can lie with your legs long or with your feet standing. Just what's comfortable for you. And imagine that you are lying in perhaps a bed of warm sand or a memory foam mat or mattress. What are the indentations and the impressions that you might be making in that surface? So your heels, the small indentations from your heels, compare right and left backs of your calves, a different shape. How deep is the hollow behind your pelvis? And what shape is that? And what about your chest and your shoulders? Is that a deeper hollow than behind your pelvis or not quite so deep? Your head, what kind of shape is that making in the soft surface? And if your arms are long on the floor, what about your elbows? Are those gentle hollows or bony sharp shapes? And as you breathe, notice how your inhalation, your exhalation might be affecting the impression that you're making into the sand or the memory foam. And what are you lying on? Are you lying on, on a mat, on a rug, on a carpet? Is there a hard floor beneath you? Is it made of wood or concrete? And what's below you? Beyond the floor you're immediately lying on. Are there joists and another room below you or are you going straight into the earth? Fill out in as much detail what it is that's beneath you when you're lying on your back. Now draw up one foot and stand that, bend that knee, then draw up the other leg, stand that foot, bend that knee and make yourself comfortable in that position. Feet wide enough so that your knees are neither falling in nor falling out. 
And coming back to your bed of sand or your memory foam, what is the impression you're making into that surface now? begin to roll up your pelvis so that your tailbone comes a little bit closer to your nose and then roll back again to where you started. And it can be a very small rolling movement. There's no need to lift your pelvis. Simply rolling your weight upwards and then letting it roll back to where it started. And as you repeat this a few times, how is the pressure changing? What story would the floor tell about the movement that you're making? Would the floor notice a changing pressure under your feet? Would the floor notice more weight coming into your waist area, low back area? Would the floor notice anything about your head as it rests on the floor? So what story would the floor tell about this movement if it could speak? Next time your pelvis is back to where it started, pause for a moment. Now interlace your fingers and slide them behind your head. Bring your elbows up towards the ceiling and you have created a sling or a cradle for your head to rest in. And this sling is what's going to lift your head in a moment on an out breath, not using your neck muscles at all, but using your arms, your hands and your shoulders. So when you're ready on an out breath, gently lift your head from the floor and then put it back down to the floor again. And as you repeat this movement a few times, What's the floor's version of this story? Where is this story the same as when you were rolling your pelvis? Where is it different? Next time your head is back on the floor, Disentangle your fingers, bring your arms down your midline, slowly and gently. And let your arms rest and take a short pause. When you feel sufficiently rested, interlace your fingers again in a similar manner, slide them behind your head and bring your elbows towards the ceiling.
Now leave your feet standing on the floor and as you lift your head now on an out breath, direct your right elbow towards your left knee. Your left knee is standing, the foot is on the floor, but direct your right elbow towards your left knee and repeat this each time on an out breath. You can take, a, take an in breath and an out breath between your repetitions if you like. So with this slight change in direction, how does the floor reflect this back to you? Where is the weight going? What does the floor understand about the twist that is occurring here? next time your head is back on the floor, take a short pause and then bring your left elbow in the direction of your right knee. Your feet are still staying on the floor. So your left elbow, as you lift your head, your left elbow is coming towards your right knee. On and out breath. And repeat this several times. Is the floor registering that this is a different twist? Is it an easier twist for you or less easy? Is it more familiar or less familiar? Rest whenever you need to. And then disentangle your hands one more time and take a short rest. So one final time. Interlace your fingers and place your hands behind your head. Bring your elbows towards the ceiling. And again, on and out breath, but this time adding, lifting a leg. So as you breathe out, lift your left knee and bring your right elbow towards your left knee. They don't need to touch. They don't need to meet each other, but just coming towards each other, whatever's comfortable, whatever's easy to do. And how does this change the tale that the floor would tell? Does it change anything about the right foot and its relationship with the floor? Does it change anything about the way your pelvis is rolling across the floor. So one more time, left knee and right elbow towards each other, just gently, an easy amount. And then next time your head is back down on the floor, swap over the sides so it'll now be your left elbow 
and your right knee coming towards each other. An easy amount. So what does your left foot tell you about its relationship with the floor? And what does the floor register from your left foot now? Does the floor support you more under your left foot when you're bringing the elbow and the knee towards each other? And is there a change under your pelvis? Next time your head is down, bring your hands down for a rest and take a final rest on the floor. If you come back to the position that you first arrived in when you lay down on the floor and think back to your bed of sand or your memory foam, is there anything different now about the impression you would be making in that soft surface? How does the floor support you? Where does it support you now? And how intimate do you feel with the floor? Then roll to one side and make your way back to centre. Come and stand in the same space where you started the lesson. And just take a few moments to see how you feel in standing. How the floor is supporting you now through your feet. And with your eyes open or closed as you like. Return to leading with one heel into the space behind you. Small steps. Like a cat's paw feeling its way. And each foot in turn, each heel in turn. And how are you breathing now as you take these small steps into the space behind you? What is the texture of the space behind you? What is its presence in your awareness? When you need to walk forwards, take a few steps back into the space in front of you and how do you breathe when you do that and then return again to feeling your way with your heels and with the rest of the rest of yourself into the space behind you has it changed from you from the time when you first ventured into that space And I hope that you'll be able to feel the space behind you in your daily activities as you go forward. <laughs>